Hello, I'm Kiyomi. And I'm Olivia. And before we begin this week's episode, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we live, record, and prosper on the unceded, ancestral, and occupied lands of the Coast Salish nations, including the Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples. And you're listening to Marriage Guys, a weekly podcast about wedding culture and also just about anything else we feel compelled to discuss. And when we say weekly, we mean weekly. As long as our energy and mental health are strong, because when you need a break, take a break. That's my PSA for the week. Exactly. I mean, it's been a pretty exhausting few weeks here. Oh my God. There's been lots happening. Big things. You started a new job. I did, which has been a very nice change and is very busy and keeps me on my toes. And, you know, like change is good. It's important to take time to lean into the new things in your life. So we took some time for that. But. We also took a beat after some very dramatic national news. Nothing seemed funny after that. No, it's been a pretty dark, troubling couple of weeks on the national front. And so we needed and wanted to take some time for that. Yeah. We're not going to go into details on what has been going on in the news out of respect for our listeners whom we know don't need to have a reminder of their generational trauma when they tune into this podcast. That being said, we will be posting links on our social media where you will be able to learn more as well as donate as you are able to to the Indian Residential School Survivor Society. Um, In other news. Yes. Yes, we have news. (laughs) Do you want to take the lead on this one? Yeah. Um, So after a few months of talking about it and planning and many, many Zoom meetings, we are launching our own podcast network. (laughs) Yes. Along with our beautiful friend Nick Summer, we are starting Podcat Nation, which <laughs> started out as a typo and it grew on us. And it will house podcasts both similar and different from this one. Mm-hmm. So whether they be comedy podcasts or harder hitting stories, um, Podcat Nation will be a home for queer voices like ourselves and other marginalized communities. Yeah. You know the white bro Joe Rogan podcast that gum up your feed? Not in this house. mm Uh, We're working on some interesting content outside of Marriage Guys that we're looking at launching this summer, and we'll just keep adding to our catalog. So we're very excited about that, and you can check in on our other programming at Podcat Nation on Instagram and Twitter. In other exciting news, you had a birthday recently. I did, Gemini season. Yes, which brings us to our topic this week. Slimmer. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing as we're 13 episodes in and we're seeing our listener base expand, we thought it would be a Good idea to do a couple in-depth introduction episodes so y'all can just get to know each other a little bit. No, nope. mm. get to know us a little better. Yeah. What you do on your own time, that's up to you. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so uh, wh- here we go. What do, what do I what do? I do? What? Uh-huh. what? Well, this is Kiyomi. Hi. Hi. Uh, their birthday was May 25th, the big old Gemini wow. for you. Um, you want to roll through your, like, key bio dash points? Yeah. Yeah. Here's my... Uh, Let's do it. 100 word, you know, <gasps> Ooh. website bio. Yes. <laughs> well, my name is Kiyomi Hori, and my pronouns are they, them, theirs. I work in classical music, specifically in the choral sector, and I did my undergrad in vocal performance uh, with a minor in piano studies, soprano. Um, and I also did partial graduate studies in choral conducting. I say partial graduate studies because I opted not to finish my degree. <laughs> um, I am the director and conductor of a children's choir in the greater Vancouver area. And I also work as a soloist and assistant conductor for local adult choir groups. Mm. And I also run my own private studio where I teach all different styles of singing. 
piano, music theory, etc., as well as gender-affirming voice work. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. Thank um, you. You grew up in the Vancouver area. Mm-hmm. I've lived in and around Vancouver my entire life, which is also where I met you. Oh, romance. And you'll be getting married in Vancouver. Yeah. To me, to be clear. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's true. Congratulations. On my engagement to On you. On your engagement. Thank to you. Me. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, very excited about my engagement to you (laughs) introductions aside Mm. this is a wedding podcast you ready for some lightning round wedding questions i don't know if i am but yes all right you know how this works i'm gonna ask you some things you're just gonna tell me the first one you go with yeah don't even think about it just get into it lucy get in trouble let's do it Mm. work it out all right would you prefer a champagne tower or a custom wedding cocktail Custom wedding cocktail. Mm. Um, Obviously. Bouquet flowers, peonies, or hydrangea? Peonies. Mm. Our cat somehow involved in our <laughs> wedding ceremony or children attending the wedding? Our cat somehow involved in our <laughs> wedding ceremony. I feel like, like, God forbid something happens to our current, like, efficient Clara officiates our <gasps> wedding, right? Oh, I want that. I want that very badly. Clara... Can you go on the internet and get ordained? Okay. <laughs> Hi, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, so we are looking at getting married in late spring, early summer of 2023. Uh, we'd actually talked about the other day, we're like, hmm, planning on getting married in June, but oh, wow, that's our second January in Vancouver. So like, I don't know, maybe we look at the almanacs and maybe it's early July. Hey, like, yeah, June is like... <sighs> It's traditionally, like, a, the most popular month, I think, to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, just in North America, I assume. But, like, but like, we live in a rainforest. Exactly. And June is still a little bit hit and miss. We get the... Mm. It starts to get a little nice through, like, early mid-May. And then, like, the tail end of May into, like, the first ha- at least half of June, mm-hmm. at least, is real hit and miss. <laughs> There's the just general Vancouverite joke that we get two Januaries. Where it's, mm-hmm. like, weirdly beautiful and always 25 degrees for, like, a couple of days in January. And then so June hits and it's freezing. Like, we had the coldest temperatures we've had in decades in June the other day. Right, like, two weeks ago it was, like, 8 degrees or something. Eight, it was the coldest it's been in June in Vancouver in, like, 40 years. We turned the heat on in June. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wedding things. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought it me. would just be nice if um, you want to tell us about Imagine... We have no budget. We have okay. no constraints. Okay. The world is your oyster. What does our wedding look like in your head? Like zero constraints. Yeah. Everything, anything is possible. Because I know that you have like more hard wedding opinions than I do. I'm like, we should have one. And you're like, I want it to look like this and this and this. Right. Here's the thing. I never, I never did. I know. I, ne- suddenly... I never had, like, I was never the kid growing up that like, imagined my wedding. Like never. I've never had any thoughts or opinions on what it looks like and then it's like we got engaged I'm like I know what it needs to be (laughs) um okay so in like geographically impossible well not impossible but you know is like it's forest Mm -hmm. but it's also maybe like in a mountain like cliffside and there's ocean (laughs) because I want all the geographical features of the Pacific Northwest. I want forests. I want mountains. I want oceans. Can I have all three? Like, yeah. In theory. In theory. 
Can we at least see all three? That's what I want. I want to be able to at least see all three. We can make that happen. I think we can make that happen. Yes. We have a venue in mind where mm-hmm. we can make that happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so imagine you're in a forest, but you're also standing on the edge of a cliff. Danger. And like the ocean's behind you. So you just see ocean. It's neat. Um, think like, my brain said secret garden. I'm like, that's not right. That is in- incorrect. But like, like a Midsummer Night's Dream, but more oh. fantastical kind oh. of in like the, that kind of elegance. Not, I don't, and I don't mean that in like a campy way. I mean it in like that sort of fantastical elegance. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Like I kind of see that. Okay. Um, We have both like a fun band for the reception that we, it is very good and is neat. But we also have like, like an orchestra. <laughs> orchestra an orchestra oh, like wow. a small orchestra orchestras okay. can be small yeah like a baroque sized orchestra and like you know many singers yeah. um what i've seen many people do and like you can uh shut me down on this one is the uh dress codes but like specific specific dress codes oh, for yeah. the people attending your wedding including like color scheme yes because it just looks neat in photos, and that's a really um, bougie request to make of all your guests. To be like, do you have something in these colors? Well, go get something. And like, obviously you can be flexible, because obviously not everyone's in a position to be able to just go and buy a new outfit in whatever color. But you know, um, in an ideal world. Yeah. Um, but not like those like bridezillas you hear about that are like, everyone who is all men who are over five foot eight must wear this kind of khaki that has two pleats and a shirt in French's mustard color. And then all men that are under that height, but are also over 200 pounds. That's it. This is an actual story I read online once. No. Also, what is this voice you've taken? I I imagine the person's, the bride who planned this wedding. But yeah, I digress. Um, undiagnosed ADHD for you. Uh, um, <laughs> um, I don't know where I was. Fantastical color schemes galore. We have, we already have a color scheme. So there would be a real specific color scheme for our, uh, guests probably. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't really know. No. Unless like, unless you have any specific prompts. I can't think, I can't think of anything else. I have like the big picture image, you know, (laughs) but I don't necessarily have all the small details. Sorry, we decided to take a pause because Clara's snoring and it is adorable. I wouldn't even call that snoring. It's just like softly squeaking in her sleep. She's in a Can you hear this? We'll, we'll find out if that picks up on the mic. She did a sleeping position that we horribly like to call in this house. It's so gross, but um, it's face, face down, down cat, cat up. up. <laughs> or she's just like done some very like owl like craning of her neck. So you cannot see her little cat face. And she's like, I'm just snoozing. It's nighttime. It's face down cat up. Face down, it's cat upset up. many of our friends. Yeah. Which honestly, yeah, I understand. It's upsetting. Mm-hmm. You were you were saying wedding um, things. Yeah, I've got a big picture image in mind. I don't have small details in mind. If you like, gave me those hard hitting like, mm, 
this kind of thing and made me make a split decision in that moment. Like, I'd probably be able to come up with something, but, like, I'd have to really think about it, you know? Absolutely. To just come up with it. But unless you, if you threw it at me, I might have something. Absolutely. I have been working full-time through the pandemic. Kiyomi has been working from home. (laughs) So, like, has had a lot more time than I have to, like, actually look at wedding things and, like, got into Pinterest and, like... It's true. You've you've been doing. Yeah, I'm working like five hours a week right now. So (laughs) I think my favorite thing that you've kind of fixated on is the like custom wax stamp. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I get. Yeah, so I think I saw one. I don't even think it was Pinterest. It probably came up on like Instagram Mm -hmm. first, but doing like a custom wax seal for all of our invitations and things. Yeah. Obviously, customize like design one that's got your own initials or like imagery that makes sense for the two of you. Whatever, pick and get your own colors of wax. We can do and just have that as like wax seals on all of your envelopes or things. And I just think it's so extra, but I love it. Like they're like fifty dollars at least or something like that to order like a customized wax seal. And like I want it. I support it. And you know what? I'll I'll continue to use it beyond our wedding. It's like Merry Christmas. Here's a stamp. I support it. Yeah. It's great. I'm glad you do. <laughs> uh, talk about flowers, because you are a greenery guy. I am. I enjoy plants. Um, oh, that yeah, I guess that is something that I have recently voiced, like, ooh, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. these kinds of flowers. Um, immense amounts of greenery. Yes. First of all, just like, I want, ext- especially if we're not necessarily going to be, if we were in an outdoor space, that would be like an outdoor space that was in a forest. Maybe not as much because it's already going to be there. But if we're in a more of like a venue that's in the city kind of thing and there's nature around us, definitely lots of greenery to bring that in. Um, but in terms of flowers, um, I want everything that looks like crepe paper. <laughs> so I want peonies. I want ranunculus. Ooh. I want anemones. Mm. I think anemones that are less crepe papery, but I think as like a smaller accent kind of flower looks really, really nice. Absolutely. Um, just into the, at least those in terms of like your focal flowers and then obviously having like smaller, more spike like mm-hmm. little things. I don't know what they're called, but we've seen them recently that look like little, almost like colorful pom-poms on a stick. Oh, I think those are I just think, buttons. Are they just buttons? It's super cute. Anyhow, I think yeah. that an element of that could be really, really neat. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it works, fits really well into that like, Midsummer Night's Dream <laughs> fantasy kind of thing. Absolutely. Now, we've talked at length, ad nauseum, mm. about wedding desserts yeah. up in this house. Yes. Outside of your wedding cake, okay, you are limited to five desserts? wedding desserts. What well, I could pick? pick five desserts outside of outside the cake. Of the cake. Okay. What you got. Okay. Because, okay. like, let's be honest, we've gone through all of them. We're like, what if we had 30 dessert items? Right. And now that it's, I'm on the spot, but I'm like, our wedding is what just are desserts? dessert and coffee hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, I, many people wouldn't complain. Right. Five desserts outside of our wedding cake that I, see, now that I'm on the spot, like, I'm like, what are desserts? Mm-hmm. What is a dessert? I think little hand pies is cute. Super cute. Like, like I've empanada made- style. I have made little hand pies for a friend's wedding. They're great. Right? Super cute. And I was the empanada. I'm like, or like, you know, McDonald's. Oh, boo-boo. <laughs> not, not actually McDonald's, but like, you know how they're small I do. hand pies. I have something to add to this and that in other wedding news, Hannah Hart and Ella, how do you say her last name? Uh, I think it's Mialachenko. Got married this week. We have they been did. following it ad nauseum. 
that's my phrase to speak apparently but i don't know we've both followed these people aggressively for years Mm -hmm. they are queer youtube icons their wedding was spectacular we have talked about doing an episode just focusing on it so be ready for that in a couple weeks but um saw at one of their pre-wedding events they had like very much little like they looked like gourmet pop tarts oh yeah 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 Yeah. i'm like how is this related? What is it's, this? Like, what I is can this? make anything relate to anything. It's fine. Oh, I thought you were talking about me right now. We are. And you also love Hannah Hart. It's true. I do. <laughs> um, yeah. But like very much that style of like not so. I feel like people are drawing away from like the classic like tiny pies or like even the empanada style. And they're like, what if it was like full on Pop-Tart time? Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry, Clara's on the move. But yeah, gourmet Pop-Tarts for you. Yeah. It's like something like that. Like hand pie, Pop-Tart situation. I love think that's it. really cute. Um, I think I'm more drawn towards the Pop-Tart. Not, not the Pop-Tart, the pie versus the Pop-Tart. Okay, okay. The Pop-Tart seems... A little it, too cash? A little too cash. Not even cash, but just like, here's some dough that's filled with jam and covered in mm. icing. Yeah. Versus like, pie. <laughs> right? But I'm like, but we have cake. I don't know. It. I don't know. All right. I don't know. This is your, I think they're fun. This is your dream scenario. Exactly. This is my dream scenario. I've named one dessert so far. It's yes. been 12 minutes. Ah. <laughs> Um, I think it's less, uh, logistically, it's more of an issue just because of, you know, keeping things, but like a Sunday bar. Oh yeah. I think like a little Sunday bar, which also feeds into like candy bar, which is neat. Um, side by side, you can do one, you can do both. You could have just candy or you could do the Sunday bar and use the candy on the Sunday. Right. Right. Um, I think that's really cute. Um, these are all things where if we had them all it would be the most indulgent thing I'm like things we've also talked about like a belgian waffle bar because i think ah, that's fun but yeah. that's more i think that works really well is like you, know, you have like the midnight treats so like the oh, late yeah. night parties going into the night a trend that i love and like, i'm seeing a lot right they'll have like we've got tacos like a taco truck for your late night snacks but also belgian waffles if you feel like you want breakfast at midnight Mm-hmm. depending on, I don't know what venue's letting you stay up that late, but you know. Right. Hypothetical midnight. Hypothetical midnight. We're all in our 30s, so we're, we're older. Oh, so we're the done by still nine. up and we're closing up. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I want. We're leaving. It's sunset. Everyone's going home. How many have I named? Is that three? Is that's, that only three? That's three. I like that you're like, you can only pick five. And I'm having trouble coming up with five. Because right? there's so many we desserts. We can call it at three. It's so many desserts. I think I'm calling it at three. Okay. Well, that's a good selection. I like that. Thank you. I like the I'm idea overwhelmed. of a Belgian waffle bar. That's something that you've brought up a lot. I think it's neat. I think it's you cute. You have like somebody like manning the bar. They've got like four or five like waffle irons going. Right. Do we get Kathy Medina to just like cater our late night snack time with all their waffles and accoutrement? Oh my god, that'd be really neat. Cafe Medina is a brunch institution in Vancouver that is known for their waffles and various flavors of like dipping items, Ugh. including like pistachio, rose, white chocolate, lavender chocolate, like salted bourbon caramel. It's 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 nuts. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool. That'd be great. Cafe Medina, hit us up. <laughs> um, right. How many how many weird wedding sponsorships? This wedding has been sponsored by the hospitality sector of Vancouver, British Columbia. Real talk. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like it might be. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we have weirdly made a lot of a lot of vendor plans already that are not listed wedding vendors. They're not actual vendors, they're just people we know. <laughs> that would probably do it for that us. Have offered and we have discussed it and we're like, okay, 
It's two and a half years out. Let's get ready. Let's write up a contract. Right. Let's do it tomorrow. Exactly. It's very funny. On that note. Yeah. Want to take a little pause? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll be back with more things. Brainer. And we're back. And you can really tell that we've not been doing this for a couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I was just commenting on uh, just just from listening through the headphones that we are using 90% vocal fry, which if, as if you know me, you know that I'm so against, mm-hmm. um, and generally try to be much better about, but I've just been cocking an entire conversations like this. Also just the aggressive hard mumble. I'm like, how does one get a, a podcast closed captioned? <laughs> Cause I feel like we might need one today. <laughs> if you had trouble understanding, we're very sorry. Vocal fry and mumbling for you vocal today. Vocal fry and mumbling. What I would like to say is, mm. you are my marriage guy. Yeah. You've brought many wonderful things into my life. Oh. Including little Miss Kitty Cat. It's true. I feel like we should also do a quick hello, hi, it's Clara. Or as I like to uncomfortably say around the house all the time in her voice, we've given her, hi, it's me, I'm Clara. Hi, it's me, I'm Clara. <laughs> um, you can't see her, but this is Clara. Clara is a September Virgo. <laughs> birthday is September 4th, 2009. Mm-hmm. She is a Virgo sun, a Cancer rising, I believe. Yep. Cancer? Yeah. Yeah. And a Gemini moon. Just like Beyonce. Just like Beyonce. Um, and she is just as much of a diva. She will be 12. If you can do the math, she'll be 12 this fall. Which makes her 64 in human years. Something like We're that. throwing Clara a retirement party this year. An early retirement party. Right? It seems like we're going to be able to have a retirement party for Clara. Right? <laughs> we couldn't have a birthday for Kiyomi, but we're having a retirement party for yeah, the cat. Thanks, Panorama. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a sweet angel. She snores so much. She snores a lot. She's got kidney disease. She's got kidney disease. She's left scars all over my body. Same. She's Clara. She's Clara. We love her. She's a sweet baby. Also, because we are an astrology ooky spooky house. Ookie spooky house for you. You want to go a little bit into your chart? Tell the people at home what's happening in your stars? Oh, God. Yeah. It's like, here's the thing. It's my chart and I'm deeply upset by it. So, like, take that as you will, you know? (laughs) Ah! Start with a big three. Go from there. Start with the big three, go from there, sure. So, um, as has already been implied, mentioned, uh, I am a Gemini, Mm -hmm. a a May Gemini, so the superior of the Geminis. Also means that you are attacked by the internet on a regular basis. I'm attacked by the internet on a regular basis as being two-faced liar who's going to ghost you, is probably going to cheat on you, is probably going to murder your best friend, apparently. (laughs) Um, Internet thinks that we're the worst people in the world. And you know what? Um, I will say, as a May Gemini, again, the superior Gemini, (laughs) it's the June Geminis you got to watch out for. That's I'm putting that out there right now. William. It's getting fiery. Um, Yeah. So I am uh, a Gemini son. Um, I was supposed to be born on the 21st, which would have made me a Gemini Taurus cusp. And I, in my heart of hearts, believe that I was like, not a chance. (laughs) (laughs) And I purposely waited to be out of that cusp window. 
Um, cause that doesn't sound fun. Um, because also my rising sign is in Capricorn. So imagine be having Capricorn rising, but also being on a Taurus cusp, like too much. Maybe you want to explain a little bit for our, what this all our means. Beautiful heterosexual friends. Uh, who aren't yes. quite sure what we're up to. Um, so go back to Gemini maybe. Yeah. So I'm a Gemini, which aside from what the internet will tell you, typically means, um, Geminis are known for being, um, inquisitive, intellectual, chatty are the social butterflies yeah. of the sign it's like in terms of a social butterfly it's like gemini libra yeah. but like really close multifaceted in your interests multifaceted yeah, renaissance tend, person yeah they t- tend to um be drawn to many different interests kind of like how many what's the phrase how many pots of soup can you put your hands in <laughs> what <laughs> how many hands do you put your pot That's- nope <laughs> Well, what's the phrase? What's the phrase? It's not jack of all trades. There's a different I one. I hate that I know exactly what you're talking about, but now that I'm on the spot, I'm like, all right, nothing. Somebody help us One out. of my favorite things ever is the ongoing just like trend of my word, like my least favorite thing is listening to a podcast and not being able to tell the host the word they can't think of. Right. Um, Please tell us the word that I'm trying to think know, of. It's, it's a, a phrase. Finger in every pot, right? That seems weird. No, that still sounds weird too. <laughs> finger in every pie is always how I phrased it though. And that's also wrong. Um, you know what I mean. So uh, they tend to be very versatile and Is like... Is our episode title Finger in Every Pie? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gemini's being known for being very versatile and adaptable. Hmm. Um, the yeah, sister sign to Sagittarius. The sister sign, um, which for those of you who don't know, sister sign just means, okay, so there's 12 signs in the chart. It's which sign is exactly the opposite of you. So if you put all the signs on like a clock... If you're midnight, who's six o'clock, essentially? Yeah, it's um, me. And it's Sagittarius or Olivia sitting right across from me. Mm. So that's my sun sign. Yes. And your sun sign typically represents, um, like, the heart of you, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. trying to simplify that some more, but, like... It's your moral core. It's your moral core, yeah. So some people might say, Gemini, <laughs> what morals? But here we are. Um, and so then, yes, my rising sign is in Capricorn and your rising sign is whatever sign constellation was on the horizon at the moment of your birth. And for me, that was Capricorn and your rising sign generally is, it's okay that I'm just explaining all of it. Please do. Right. Um, We're going to do mine next week. So let's prime people. Right. So your rising sign is, um, I've seen it explained sort of, it's almost like the mask you wear Mm -hmm. and it's, it's doesn't, that doesn't mean it's all fake, but that's. Especially if people haven't are meeting you for the first time. It's how you present. It's how you present yourself to the world. And then once people sort of get to know you, they see your sun sign. But the person you present to the world is your rising sign. Um, and for me, that is Capricorn. And Capricorns are known for being um, hardworking and industrious. Mm-hmm. Um, very organized. And they're like the big time achievers. Mm-hmm. Of the astrological world, the term staunch Capricorn is staunch Capricorn. <laughs> um, financially, like like aware mm-hmm. that they're not yeah, necessarily that they're like really really good at it, but just Ooh. that they're always thinking about how does this make me money? <laughs> you know, like how how do, how does how is this successful? How does this profit? Um, so it's funny Gemini being like one of the most playful signs in the chart, and Capricorn typically being one of the least playful because it's like work hard go home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not even work hard, play hard, work hard, go home. But, you know, 
that's there's some negative stuff about them too. Every sign's got some negatives, but oh, yeah. yeah, I would say just generally hardworking, ambitious, um, driven, driven sign. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as a small business owner, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my other of your big three. So we say big three; those are your sun, your rising, and your moon is what we're about to bring up mm-hmm. those are typically the ones that bear the brunt of your personality that people see that we sort of talk about the most in astrology exactly there's like your inner planets but like a lot of them are a lot more intimate these are the ones where like you see regardless of your relationship exactly everything else you're going to all the other stuff or details you would see if you know a person well and you're like have a relationship with them in some capacity um but yes your moon sign so we just talk about like oh people are always so weird and wild and the full moon makes people go like nuts and stuff like that and there's a reason for that it's not just weird hyperbole and like old wives tales and things like that so the moon is said to control or yeah control essentially your emotional self mm-hmm. um and how you how you feel about things exactly um and so obviously this is where, where was the moon in regards to the sky at time of your birth? And mine is in Libra, as we mentioned earlier, is also one of the most social uh, signs. They mm-hmm. tend to be very warm, friendly people, very gregarious. Um, people pleasers, they're known as also. Um, they tend to like really avoid, want to avoid conflict, um, looking for, look for beauty in everything so um often if someone tells you that they're a libra you can probably look at them and they'll probably be a very well put together person in their own style like whatever their style is there it's very clear and it's like there is a very clear aesthetic with person not like mm-hmm. me because i'm not a full-blown libra where i have zero aesthetic <laughs> i don't mean i don't dress like well i mean like i don't have a definable aesthetic i think you know i'm like okay. that's an outfit <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, Libras tend to be the opposite of a self-starter, not lazy, but they're not necessarily going to take the immediate initiative. But if someone says, Hey, can you do this thing? They'll be like, yeah, because they want to make people happy. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. That sounds, that makes them sound like pushovers, which is not the case. No. So but yeah. Yeah. Those are your big three. Those There's are big obviously three. other things at work, but like, those are the big ones. Yeah. If you were bored by our astrology corner, maybe you're in the wrong place. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Tune in next week when we see why I'm so combative. Um, Should we just run through the rest of mine without defining them just for anyone who cares? Yeah, totally. Be like, so if you know anything else about astrology or you want to just like listen, pause and look it up so you can find out all kinds of weird shit about me. Uh, my other signs are my Mercury. Communication style. Communication style is in Gemini. My Venus, which is the way you love mm-hmm. and not just romantic love it's all kinds of love mm-hmm. um is in cancer baby which is the baby um mars which is your i want to say fighting conflict. but conflict mm-hmm. how you handle conflict, conflict and passion is in pisces sure yep um my jupiter which is your philosophy and expansion mm-hmm. is in taurus cozy cozy um my saturn which is um so saturn which is it exposes your, um, like, limitations and your fears and oh. things like that. Um, my Saturn is in Capricorn. There's going to be a theme you're going to see coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, then Uranus. What is what is Uranus? As we get into the outer planets, I'm not totally sure. Right? 
I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but it's also in Capricorn. Uh-huh. And then my Neptune, which again, not sure about, is also in Capricorn. Uh-huh. And when you get to Uranus and then Neptune and Pluto, you're looking at like your immediate like peer group, probably like your five years, five, ten years. And then like Neptune, you're looking at Pluto, you're looking at like full generations, essentially. Yeah, like 30 year blocks. Basically. Exactly. Um, my Neptune is also in Capricorn. And then my Pluto is in Scorpio. Yeah. Yes. And then if you care, my end node is in Pisces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You want to do some some internet quizzes? I love the internet. Yeah. I've got a couple for you. I have three options. We can do all of them. We can do one of them. We can do none. Up to you. But I would like to read these titles for you to pick from. A little okay. Gemini for you. Okay, okay, okay. Number one, we have find out which uncommon honeymoon destination is perfect for you based on the wedding you plan. Ooh. Two, rate these wedding cakes from ew to I do to learn what kind of wedding you'll have. And the third one I picked as a, a little tribute to our, our news we had earlier about Podcat Nation. This was specifically for our business creative partner, Nick, who's a <laughs> sweet little nerd. Uh, plan the perfect wedding and we'll tell you which Marvel hero you are. Oh my God. Do you like Marvel or the other one? Is it both? Does he discriminate? It's, I think he's more of a Marvel boy. There we go. I think. I don't know. <laughs> Anything jump to you? Um, can we do that one? Plan the perfect wedding. We'll tell you which Marvel hero you are. Okay. Perfect Wh- wedding. Where will your wedding ceremony be? Mm. Beach? Forest? Church? City? Field? Castle? Forest. What will you be wearing? Backless lacy dress. Dress with a wind machine on it. <laughs> um, sweetheart. Cap sleeve dress with a long veil. Gray suit navy suit looks like just a jacket give me the just jacket <laughs> give me the just jacket well, like just a jacket and i mean it looks like i don't know just like a formal trench coat i want i'm gonna wear you a formal, formal trench yeah i'm gonna wear a formal trench coat <laughs> sounds good how many guests will you have one to 20 25 to 40 45 to 80 85 to 100 105 to 500 500 plus uh 45 to 80 yeah what scent will you be wearing Roses, lavender, magnolia, lemon, pineapple, nothing. <laughs> what is this question? Buzzfeed's not okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say nothing because what? What will best? What will your best friends be wearing? Heads up, this is gonna get weird. Um, we have a coral, roughly halter neck dress, a sequined gown, literally just a white shirt as a dress. <laughs> And they're walking out of the ocean. Oh my god. Um, a gray suit. A black suit. But this person in the black suit looks like an injury lawyer. Or whatever they want. <laughs> whatever they want. <laughs> that picture does look like... It's really upsetting. It's like Klein, Klein, Klein and Sons. Yeah. What will your cake look like? What will your cake look like? <laughs> so tired i don't want to go to work cupcake tower naked cake white three-tiered cake white two-tiered cake square three-tiered pink cake with roses or no cake two-tiered situation yeah what genre of music will you be playing classical country pop rap jazz bit of everything and anything bit of everything and anything what are you marrying your partner for 
Oh, God. <laughs> their looks, their money, their kindness, their charm, their humor, their passion. Money. No. Uh, kindness. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and finally, where are you going for the honeymoon? Canada, Bora Bora, China, Scotland, France. No honeymoon. Um, out of those, France. <gasps> you are Spider-Man. <laughs> You may be young, but you're strong. <laughs> I'm young and strong, apparently. You're pure at heart, funny and kind. You always try to do the right thing, even if it's hard. Well, this is a wild ride. My hand is very asleep. Young um, and strong for you. Young and strong for you. I what? used to be both. Right. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was both young and strong. Maybe you'll be both again. Nope. That doesn't work. I don't know. You don't know. Should we wrap this up? Let's wrap this up. Well, we're back. It's chaos. Ooh. We're closing out Gemini season with just some absolute nonsense. Eek. Um, As per usual, you can follow us on Instagram for updates on every episode that come out every Wednesday. Any visual cues you might want, we'll show you. You want to see it? You want to know what face down cat up looks like? (laughs) Hit us up. Uh, Visual look-alongs come up on Wednesday. Other things pop up during the week. What is our Instagram handle? At Marriage Guys. <laughs> at Marriage Guys. As well as our Twitter is at Marriage Guys Pod. Yep. Yep. This is where we <laughs> learn if I know all of our social media handles. We're also on TikTok that we use very sporadically. It's it is true. At Marriage Guys. Yes. And if you have anything you want to share with us, any fun marriage stories, wedding stories, rather, anything you just want to chalk say hi uh our email is marriageguys23 at gmail.com that's correct we love to hear from you yeah we'll be back next wednesday we promise we promise <laughs> back to a consistent um programming schedule uh-huh <sighs> well for better or worse we'll see you next week bye, bye. <laughs>